Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast, a podcast all about influencering, makeuping, skin caring, and anything to do with me and Robert. And I'm James Welsh. <laughs> and I'm Robert Welsh. Hi. Hi. You okay? Yeah, you? Yeah, I see your light in the background. I just realised. Yes, my vintage The lamp. Lights. For those who um, don't have visual podcasts, <laughs> which is no one. Which is no one, because it's not an option for this. We, when we filmed our hol- um, Halloween content back in the beginning of September, when it was really hot <laughs> still, um, the people there, one of the guys actually sold um, old furniture. He antiquity, restored ant- these lamps. He restored it. Yeah. Antiquities. Antiquities. I got this lamp. I can't remember the designer, but it's like this art deco, but also it looks like a UFO. It's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, any haunting since you bought it at home? It, it, it's only flown around the room once, and then That's I heard the voice fine. of an old man screaming, "This isn't your lamp!" And then, yeah. but then it settled down, and then nothing's happened since. Oh, I woke up with a handprint on my face. Oh, that's good. (laughs) If you want to know more about hands, listen to our last episode. (laughs) You can can tell I'm an influencer. Yeah. Yeah. It's great times. How about you? How about your lamps? Oh, Oh, I don't have any at the moment. Oh, so... (laughs) (laughs) So that's an end to this conversation. Not much to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, I've had a horrible crook in, like, the middle of my back, Mm. where any time I move my neck, it feels like it's tugging on it. Um, And I don't know what to do. That sounds like a trap noise. Yeah, that's been the majority of this week, to be honest with you, is is this lower neck. Have you tried um, shifting your shoulders really quickly, and then with your head looking the other way really quick? (laughs) No, but I have tried riding a car and stopping very suddenly, <laughs> and nothing, nothing's worked. Yeah, falling off a horse and that didn't yeah. work. Yeah, didn't work either. There's not many options left. No, I think I'm just going to have to deal with it now. But no, that's what was that? That was a dog. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. Um, yeah. Listen, have yeah. you have you got anything you've been loving this week? I sure do. I am. Um, I always have to start with a backstory because you know, um, mm. ages ago, right? Benefit used to make this lip scrub, and I can't. It's, don't worry, it's not Benefit, and I can't remember what it was called. Is it a lip <laughs> scrub? It is a lip scrub, but hear me out, please, please. No, I shan't. No, please hear me out. (laughs) What I liked about this one, and I can't remember what it's called, it was probably like Dr. Love Lips or something like that. Right. Um, I don't think it was. Um, But it was like this white, almost like toothpastey texture, but not as claggy. And then it had the tiniest, 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 like, like polishing beads, I will say they are. And it really used to like, 
it, it used to do what it says it did, basically. It really exfoliated your lips gently. It didn't feel harsh, anything like that. And I think we went through this whole trend of these lip scrubs that were like, it's sugar, you can eat it. You can yeah. sniff it up your nose and it'll be completely safe. With these yeah. chunks of like square, full-on <laughs> chunks of sugar. You could feel them cutting you as you use them. Yeah. Well, Makeup by Mario has come out with the Perfecting Lip Scrub, which I was very kindly sent all his new lip colours. Um mm-hmm lipsticks and it came with a scrub and it's micro fine sugar crystals and i know we think sugar crystals and it's like oh no not sugar you know like chunks of sugar you don't even notice them in there it's like the smallest 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 amount it has vitamin e what else is in there i'm not very good with ingredients so when i when i'm reading things i don't really see them but just know <laughs> it's really really good it very gently like exfoliates your lips you don't feel like your lips are blowing up or falling off um mm. after you finish using it and the product goes on so smoothly i did it has been when was the last time you exfoliated your lips um i do it like every other day oh do you yeah, I've got, um, uh, well, I'll talk about it after this, actually. That could oh, be my nice. favourite. Well, I use this one. <laughs> <laughs> I use this one and I haven't in a while. Oh my God. Have you ever seen those TikToks of people cleaning gravestones? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was doing it and I was just like, all this shit was like, it was like skin, you know, like dead skin. It was all coming off yeah. like, your, you know, this inner part of your lip. Yeah. And my lips are completely new underneath. I was like, new lip, new me. This is who yeah. I am now. Right, then loads of kids came and did grave rubbings on your lips. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, so many lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was a be perfect, yeah. like under lipstick scrub. It was beautiful, absolutely Pure. beautiful. And I I'm gonna get another one because I I I'm so over these chunky lip scrubs that just are yeah. like gimmicky. They're childish. Well, that's when you said lip scrub. I was like, no, because that's all I imagine. Mm. But that sounds really nice, like a mic- mm. um, like microfoliant. Mm. I think it's called mm-hmm. where, and that's what when f- like physical scrubs are good, mm-hmm. very good. Mm. Unfortunately, COSRX, one of my favorite brands, bought out a, a few lip products. One of them being a lip scrub, which is sugary and it's not that great. It's not painful, but it's not that great. But they did launch a chemical exfoliant lip product. Um, yeah, let me double check these exact exfoliants in it. Um, Hang on. Let me tell you how I feel about chemical exfoliants, right? Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people where I physically have to feel something. Otherwise, I'm like, nothing happened. Yeah, like, you don't feel the sun until you're burnt, you know? <laughs> right, and that's that's what's very, very wrong about people like you. Ah, roar, ah, roar. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> because the reason you're feeling that from, like, scrubs is because you have scrubbed at your skin and you've almost in not injured your skin but you disturbed your skin whereas with chemical exfoliants whilst if you use a higher percentage you might get like tingling what you're doing is removing what's already dead kind of thing yeah you know yeah um so their lip plumper is actually an ha bha vitamin c lip plumper and it's not like a fizzy hot kind of like um lip plumper peppery yeah yeah Yeah, peppery um it's just nice and kind of volumizing enough, but it's the smoothness and the lack of dead skin that I get now on my lips. Like, I'm never biting them anymore. Um, what I would say is to exfoliate your lips like you're doing and then try, like, one of these chemical exfoliant lip products. Don't go putting chemical exfoliants on your lips without it being formulated lip product. Though, you know? Yeah, right. But um, the COSRX one, the lip plump, is actually really, really good. I've really been enjoying it, especially through the winter months, the colder months, sorry, when my lips tend to get very, very dry and even painful in the corners. Um, it's been so far not that at all. I've been really, really enjoying it. 
I wonder why they call it a lip plumper as opposed to an exfoliator. Because I think it's a lip plumper with exfoliating properties mainly. Right. Nice. Well, it's all about lips this week. No, it's not. Listen, you know I love looking at statistics. Take a break. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's still okay. as good a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Right, we're back after being told off from Robert <laughs> about not pausing for a break. Listen, I forgot. Right, you know I like looking at... Um, when it comes to cosmetics, I like looking at what's trending, what's not. Um, mainly just to get angry about it because it doesn't yeah. align with my personal beliefs. And that's the only way to live a life. <laughs> it's the only way anyone should live their life and pick their products. Um, so what we have done today is we're going to look at the most Googled skincare and makeup of the year so far. And just kind of bitch about them and say whether we like them or not. Yeah. What our personal opinions are, whether you, we think they're worth the purchase. What I think is interesting about the makeup, first of all, which we'll go through, is that within each category of makeup, they put the most popular brand for that makeup. So it'll be interesting to see if you think there are better alternatives out there, like another mm, brand do mm-hmm. it. Um, you've got the, do you want to, you've got the links, haven't you, as well? I do, I do. Do you want to look at the makeup one and just let us know? No. No, okay, I've got things to do. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start with, like, right from the base, and let's start with primers. So the most searched for primers in March of this year... Excuse me, I had to swallow. Sure. Okay. The Ordinary Primer is number two. Oh, yeah. Elf Primer is number three. 
benefit mm-hmm. primer is number four and YSL primer is number five. Number one is the Smashbox primer. And I think I know which one they mean and I fucking hate that primer. The photo finish primer. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate Why? it. I do not like those slippy, silicone nasty, slippery primers. You know why? I feel like they're really aimed at people with oily skin. You're pointing at me. You're pointing at me. I'm pointing and I'm shouting and I'm running to your house. <laughs> I <laughs> Because when they go on the skin right, they give off this like instant massifying effect. Um, but they have a slippery kind of feel. Those primers don't help oil in any way or your makeup in any way. It has like this it creates like this layer almost on your face. And your mm. oil is evenly distributed on that layer rather than letting it gather in one place. So it's not like it's like stopping oil. Not that anything can truly stop oil, but to, for people to say like, yeah, it's great for oily skin or it does this for oily skin. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Same with the benefit of primer, which I think would be professional. I don't know. It doesn't say that one because it's so low down on the search list. I mean, no, it does not. It's not. <laughs> if that's a very popular primer. Um... The e.l.f. primer, Putty primer is, is really, really nice. And I actually, when it comes to oilier skins, um, I've been preferring the more sticky primers. So e.l.f. had that mint primer, which was a really, really good sticky primer. It almost mimicked Hydro Grip primer. Um, right. Hydro Grip. Um, and then for the drier ones, I actually like the um, Porefessional for the dry, for drier skin. Because I had, mm. not Porefessional, sorry, Putty primer. There's so many right. primers, I just can't. Um, <laughs> because, because it has this layer on it But it's like a silky But not slippy It's more hydrated It's like the silky hydration You know what I mean mm. And yeah. it, it tends to like smooth out those areas of skin That can be quite dehydrated Or the drier areas that kind of like Really fuck up your mate, your foundation when you're putting it on. You know, when you're putting on foundation and then just suddenly you're like, why is it gripping to this Yeah, part why is it pe- peeling off here? Exactly. Yeah. It's really, really nice for those kind of skins. So my number one out of this list, my number one primer for oily skins would be any of the e.l.f. Um, that, uh, the mint primer, the one that's like Hydro Grip. And then for a drier skin, the, the putty primer and a combination, the, uh, the elf putty primer would be a good one. Professional, I think, and the Smashbox one, if I'm going to give him benefit of a doubt, if you're not a foundation wearer, but you want your skin to look smooth and have, have like the effect of like Becca's like clear foundation, <laughs> then oh, uh, that's the kind of thing you, you want to go for. It's an instant effect, but I don't think they're that helpful in the long run. In my opinion, and, and you know, in um, using these kind of primers on a lot of people, some people love them. Let's just say that right up now. We know some people love them. We might not say that though, <laughs> but okay. it's okay if you love them. <laughs> No, I don't. No, no, this, I don't even like. I don't like this, things. This, I didn't do this list. Right, listen, I'm gonna look at a skincare one. Mm. And you start from the base, so I'm gonna start with the base, and we're gonna look at the most searched cleansers. This is now, interesting because I feel like a lot of people don't have much opinions on cleansers because it's such a quick thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Before Can we I get guess to one, the, the, I think yeah. Kylie's skin's gonna be in it somewhere. No. Why on earth? Because I feel like people like loved Kylie for everything, and like, oh my god, Kylie skin. No, it's an honor. No, does she make so? Cancer? First of all, the term most searched for term changed from face wash to cleanser. So people had obviously been consuming mm. a lot more skincare content. Mm. Brands have been rebranding as cleansers rather than face washes. They're something harsh about the word face wash, right? Face wash sounds like you're a teenager. 
Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so number two is the Cetaphil Cleanser. Number three would be the La Roche-Posay Cleanser. Number four would be the Ordinary Cleanser, which I'm guessing is their Squalane Cleanser. Mm-hmm, that's a good and cleanser. then, yeah, then five is Eve Lom. I've never, I've never Who heard the of hell? that before. Not clue. The Cetaphil Cleanser, there's really only one. La Roche-Posay as well, there's like one, two, but one, I think, I, I don't even know the name of it because I'm I'm so not into any of these. And number right. one is a, is the CeraVe Cleanser. And that could be like, I don't know, any of them, any of them. Yeah. Um, the thing is, the thing is, Go I don't talk like about any Cetaphil. of these. <laughs> so Cetaphil is, I find it very Wait, dry. is CeraVe it's, not on that list? CeraVe's number one. CeraVe oh, sorry. Is number one. Cetaphil. Yeah. Sorry, I so, Cer- well, CeraVe <laughs> and Cetaphil kind of remind me of the same thing. CeraVe right. is more about um, the ceramide, so hence the mm-hmm, name. So mm-hmm. being gentler on the skin, um, keeping your skin barrier intact, whereas Cetaphil feels like it's just cleansing every kind of little piece of shit you have off your skin. It just feels <laughs> like, you know, like it feels like washing up liquid, in my opinion. Yeah. What, what I think the trend here was, was dermatologists being online. Yeah, 100%. Right? And recommending things. Yeah. And dermatologists always see the most kind of difficult of skin types, most easily irritated, the yeah. most finicky skin types. Because so when you go recommend... to a dermatologist, you go to a dermatologist mm. with an issue or something that you want corrected. Whereas if you just have normal skin, not normal sorry, mm-hmm. skin, sorry, if you if you don't have what you consider like eg- extreme issues of your skin, you're not going to pay money to see a dermatologist. Exactly right. So it makes sense for them to recommend things like CeraVe and Cetaphil. And even the La Roche-Posay kind of follows any French pharmacy, kind of really follows in that footsteps of the most simpler, the better. Um, but also they're really affordable. It makes mm-hmm. sense. As much as I do not like CeraVe, I find it boring. They're yeah. really, really simple and affordable and most people can buy them from any shop down the road, right? Yeah. Um, what I would say is that there are more exciting cleansers and if mm-hmm. you do have like for absolutely fine skin, you'll be absolutely fine. Looking at these brands, there's probably not a first cleanse on there either, which I thought with the right. double cleanse mm. being like a huge thing. Um, not our podcast, the actual double cleansing the, the actual double cleansing method. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it kind of died down after the American Korean skincare routine marketing. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought there'd they'd be at least like a brand on there, like, like, honey, vanilla co or mm-hmm. hey, pharmacy or something like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I'm not surprised to see these affordable, um, easy attainable brands. Uh, what's yeah. the word? Like, is that the word where you could pop down the shop and buy them? Yeah. They're always yeah. going to be there. Yeah. yeah. doesn't surprise me. I personally don't like them, but I would recommend CeraVe to anyone who mm. just wants a good cleanser. As somebody who doesn't know skincare things, as I say all the time. When I see something like CeraVe or Cetaphil or E45, I group them together. It reminds me of like plain yogurt. And then all the other brands are like, oh, a bit of honey, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. I only used to eat extremely sour yogurt. Yeah, yeah. But now I know. What was that? What was that? Now I remember. It was that that thick yogurt that hurts to swallow. Oh, oh, it's horrible. Mm. What was that yogurt? Oikot. Was it Oikot? Oikot. Oikot. Oikos. Or something like that. Oh my god, something the like thickest that. yogurt I've ever had in my life. It felt to a like point, you had indigestion. It was mashed potato texture. <laughs> Wasn't it? It was thick. Like you it would was. Just, you wouldn't down down a tub of mash, whereas with a no. yogurt you can like quickly eat one. <laughs> oh, oh I let me just tell you really right quickly. Now. When we went up um to London the other week, we were sitting on the train. Listen, I just feel like if you're gonna eat in public 
don't do it in an area that's a little bit quiet and people can eat. This guy was eating this yogurt, right? And he was eating it, but but as the spoon went to his mouth, every time he did this through his nose... (laughs) No. (laughs) And it was like that every single time. And then he... You know when mums, like, dig out your yogurt to get more yogurt out when you're a kid? And they get everything out. Uh. But his elbow was, like, parallel to the ceiling. And he was doing it. And then he ate it and went... It was the most irritating thing. And he was eating this yogurt for about 20 minutes. It was one of those mashed potato yogurts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thick mashed potato yogurts. Listen, you know you mentioned that face wash sounds like a teenage term. Yeah. Well, the top search results under face wash instead of cleanser were simple Neutrogena tea tree face Mm -hmm. wash. So they all are Mm -hmm. things that are targeted towards teens and um, like spot prone breakout, prone prone skin. So that's interesting. Yeah. Now, foundations, right? I'm not surprised about this at all. Number two was Charlotte Tilbury Foundation. Number mm-hmm. three, MAC Foundation. Number four, mm-hmm. The Ordinary Foundation. Number five, Estee Lauder Foundation. Number one was NARS Foundation. NARS mm. have this iconic foundation, which I think is going to be probably the most loved foundation forever. And that's the Sheer Glow Foundation and Natural mm. Radiant Foundation as well. They're two really, whenever like, People, I would ask people what foundation they would be like, oh, NARS Sheer Glow or NARS Natural Radiance. And they are really, really good foundations. And I would actually say on the list, they're the best ones out of all of them. Charlotte Tilbury isn't a brand I've been extremely impressed by. No. And I feel like I love the packaging. I think the packaging is is very well done. But Listen, I think they have a demographic, mm. a very particular demographic, yeah. which is great. They're catering for them. They're doing well because their demographic absolutely loves them. Yeah. And they are, from a branding point of view, I enjoy Charlotte Tilbury yeah. because they've got all their branding spot on. Yeah. I find the products aren't for me. Except for Christmas. But I think... <laughs> I never want to see another Charlotte Tilbury advert ever again. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. it it's what it is, right? If, if it didn't come along with this huge name in the industry already and this huge show off, like it's Charlotte Tilbury, you know, hmm. it, I would be like, okay, this is an this is an okay brand. It's a decent brand if they were like an independent brand and had a lower price point. Yeah, the price point they're at for what they have is not that great at all. Mm. And I think it's one of those brands where you have to get it right, your foundation shade right, because it's a lot of money. I don't know what their returns policy is. And then there's other products like their eyeshadows and things like that, which I'm just not impressed by at all. No, no. And that's what I mean, but I think they know, um, what's the word? I think they know, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're not doing anything wrong. They're just very... Everything they, they've done is very clever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course you have Mac and Estee Lauder, which are all Estee Lauder companies. They're known for having quite a big range of um, shades, which I think is admirable. Um, but NARS definitely have some of the best foundations and concealers. Use, used by professionals everywhere. Used by, um, you know, your average consumer. I think when it crosses that level where um, people in the industry trust it enough to have it on their work. And then people trust it in their everyday lives to last them through their day at work is is a great mm. foundation. I I have no no qualms with that one. I personally... Oh, let me tell you. Let me fucking... Let me fucking deal with you. I recently... The... <laughs> Um, Pat McGrath Foundation, which I went to, I've never got my shade right in that one, went to the mm. um, Oxford Street Selfridges counter, and they matched me like this. 
Oh, oh really? It's a really terrible click. There you go. Like she looked <laughs> looked at my face, grabbed one, like you, you a lot of people do and things. But it was it was just so nice to have somebody like, yeah, you're this color done. You know, um, that was great. Listen, I tried for so- Lisa Eldridge on her website at the moment is releasing a foundation soon, but she has these sample packs so you can sample the shade before you buy the foundation. <gasps> That's a good idea. It is a, such a nice foundation. I can't wait to actually get the full one. But I <laughs> I used it for like a video. So oh my god, I was scooping it out. Like like a yogurt pot. Like a yogurt pot. But no, I can't wait for that to come out so I can get the full thing. But really beautiful. I think Nars is a great one, but there are some things there that challenge challenge that foundation. Mm, mm. That's interesting. Um, this is kind of on the same level, actually, because this is the most searched for serums. I've skipped past toners because the the West doesn't really get toners. Um, so the the second most popular search for serum was the Estee Lauder serum. I'm guessing that's the like midnight recovery. Hang on, what's it called? Hang on. Yeah, midnight recovery or midnight. Is that something. it? Yeah, advanced night repair. That's sorry. the one. Mm. Right. Um, the number seven, Clarins and Charlotte Tilbury. Um, I'm guessing the Charlotte Tilbury is the magic crystal elixir, uh, uh, darling. Um, <laughs> but the number <laughs> number one is the ordinary, and I'm saying this is very what? very similar to the or- yeah, which makes sense because the ordinary kind of um, put serums on the map and ingredients yeah. and actives on the map. They kind of change the whole skincare game, um, and of course they're still going to be popular in 2021. But this is basically. Uh, very affordable brand up against those of more design, not yeah, I guess designer brands and higher end brands. Yeah. Um, because they're they're simple, they do what they need to do. Um, and they just gain popularity because of that. Obviously, I I not I have sunk against the ordinary because I was still using, but I find them they are secretly very complicated mm-hmm. um, I, I feel um, but yeah that makes perfect sense no surprise that the ordinary is still one of the most popular brands out there when it comes to serums and i think the, the, like the ordinary and um what's the other one that you hate what's the one that you hate sorry Sarah Sarah V. They they're very much recommended by people who I think don't they're hate an expert. Them. No, yeah. but you know when like you know someone's maybe watched like a few YouTube videos and their friend is like, oh, I'm getting this. You should use the ordinary. I love this, this Sarah. You know, listen here. <laughs> this is where my part of my hatred comes from. From Sarah V is because people are like, oh, you should just use Sarah V. You should just use Sarah V. It's not for everyone's skin. It's simple. It's very simple. If you have troubled skin, yes, please use Sarah V but it just sucks the fun out of skincare for me it sucks the there's great science within CeraVe but there's other ingredients that do amazing things that kind of discredits all the research and all the work that have gone into you know more exciting in my opinion more exciting and ingredients. can you imagine how boring everything would be if you're like yeah I only use this one brand yeah, it's just sorry. And also, it's not my job to use one brand the whole yeah. time, right? But Can also, imagine. going yeah, going back to serums, I feel like this is kind of boring for me. I don't know what the Clarins serum is. I don't know what the number seven is. Is number seven a Boots brand? Yeah, legendary, iconic number seven. Everyone keeps saying me to try it. I'm like, no, that's Boots. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm a bit like... How, how, can I hold you on ye horses for one second there? Yeah, number yeah. seven has been around for millenniums, <laughs> for years at and years boots. and years and years at Boots, but they, they sell it in New York. When we went to New York, they were in 
Walgreens, do you remember? In oh, Times Square. Oh, it's a very oh. sore, no, it's a very sore after oh, brand worldwide. God, not in New York. <laughs> I was just saying, the, oh, the, well, I better buy do it you then, not remember we sell it in another country. <laughs> no, because it's very like, Boots is the UK, right? Yeah, you don't get no, Boots, you right. get Boots anywhere else? No, you get it in Korea. Do you really? No. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there you go then. They know exactly what they're doing with their makeup and skincare in Yeah, no, because, yeah, I remember seven. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever. Listen, what's that brand called that people always ask us to review, but we always buy our mum it for Christmas? Soap and Glory. Soap and Glory. People are like, can you review Soap and Glory? I'm like, no, it's a Christmas brand. That's, it's that's that kind Christmas. of Christmas. Yeah. It's that kind of thing that I'm like, you know, I I have no reason. It's I feel like it's for a certain particular thing. But mm. what doesn't surprise me is the lack of serums I recommend um, recognize sorry on this because I feel like K Beauty does serums better than anyone else they in the do. whole world. Yeah, no they doubt. just have more more innovation and it's more interesting to me. Whereas when you know hyaluronic acid serums were a big thing in Korea. The, the, you know, it was only last year that we've seen all these brands being like nano size hyaluronic acid. It's like, but yeah. we've done that. No, yeah. Korea already did that. Mm-hmm. So that's boring for me. Yeah. James, I can see but, that. But, you know, maybe if they sold it in New York, I'd be really interested. <laughs> I was trying to say to you how shocked we were when we saw it there. We're like, why the hell is number seven in? Yeah, because America? it's Boots brand. Right. But it's Boots like, isn't in the botanics. US. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I wonder what they did to. Do- well, then there's like because it's going very on. sore after. <laughs> it's not touching. <laughs> yeah, by English people, in New York. No, I listen. I don't like it. You're just as bad listen, as these. Just why would you want, people wh- as an English person? If I was to go to America, I would not want for anything knowing that Bath and Body Works was just around the corner. Not even yeah, food. exactly. What's wrong sniff, with you? Sniff some candles that smelled like food. And I'd be like, I'm full. <laughs> yeah, then go. <laughs> Go to the sweet section in Walgreens and you'll be fine. Did you hear Sephora might be coming to the UK? It's about time. They had one. I swear they had one and it just didn't work. Because now Boots are years trying to make ago, their... Years yeah. ago. Yeah, Boots are trying to Sephora, Sephora, for Sephora, for Sephora. Have you seen what they've done? They've rearranged Sephora. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sephora. Sephora. <laughs> but we need something like that. It's it's time. Actually, no, it's two time. years ago was time, actually. Yeah. Two years ago would have been great, actually. Thank you, actually. Yeah, let's talk about eyeshadow palettes. Okay, so, number two. Oh, sorry. Every brand comes out with eyeshadow palettes all the time, which I don't care about because I love buying eyeshadow palettes. They're the most exciting thing to buy. Number two. Where's it gone? Huda Beauty eyeshadow palette. Number three. Revolution eyeshadow palette. Number four. MAC eyeshadow palette. Number five. Urban Decay eyeshadow palette. Number one is Morphe. Doesn't surprise me. Let me tell you a few things about Morphe, MAC, and Urban Decay. Let me tell you something about those, Jess. In your opinion, allegedly. In my opinion, allegedly. Their quality has gone downhill like no other. No other. Because they keep selling shit all the time. Stop selling shit. Urban Decay used to be great. I still have my Naked 2 palette. Iconic palette in the makeup industry. Best selling, fastest selling. Jacqueline Hill claims it was her one, but it isn't. It's Urban Decay's um, Naked Two. <laughs> <laughs> Every bridal makeup artist ran out, bought that. Um, Mac, their quality has gone in terms of eyeshadow. To me, isn't what it used to be. There's something Can't about to them make now. It <laughs> yeah, I think it's going downhill. I think they need they to got the money. step up their game. They're behind. They are very far behind. I was listening do you, to. Do you know what? 
I'm so sorry to interrupt, but what they can learn from annoying Morphe is how to do a brand collaboration or how to do a, how to um, take something they're collaborating with, whether that's a game, a person, an art movement, whatever, and how to actually make a good collaboration and a new product, not just relabel a red lipstick they've had. Exactly. The amount of times they relabel Ruby Woo and put in a collection. Oh, I know. But it's, the thing is with Mac and Urban Decay, they're very much stuck in their ways um, mm-hmm. in terms of what they're doing. Revolution, Revolution releasing it as something every week. Them in Colourpop, it's like, who's going to release the most shit this week, you know? Mm. Not shit as in it's terrible, but shit as in stuff. Um, or sometimes it is terrible from Revolution, sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes I do see Revolution, I think that's private label. Yeah. Like I told you, I've got to be a thing. What, you know, I was listening to... Full coverage, which is Manny MUA and Laura Lee's podcast. Oh, I haven't listened to And they were talking about, yeah, they were talking about being brand owners. And they said something really interesting. And I probably got this completely fucking wrong. But they were talking about (laughs) being more of an independent brand and the turnover for their makeup and how much quicker they can make it happen. Right. And then saying, like, bigger brands like Estee Lauder companies that Mac are part of, they're, like, three years ahead. Or, you know, like, they're... they're oh, really? So, to me, it's a little bit like, so you're planning three years in advance. Are you not far mm. behind? I think that's what they said. Something like that. And even if that isn't right, that's exactly how it feels. Mac, Urban Decay, Estee Lauder, Clinique, other ones, someone else, always feel years behind. And it's like, mm-hmm. come on, let's... Like this. Mm-hmm. I've clicked so many times. Let's like speed it up a little bit. More of the eyeshadow, I think the quality, it being number one, I can see because it's affordable, but the quality of them, what happened? The last good one they released, I th- in terms of quality, was the Jaclyn Hill newest one, the new one she did. After that, everything went dry. The one they did with Pony, I was so disappointed because I love her so much. Oh no, and I love Pony. I know. And the, it was pastel, which are hard to make anyway, but there mm-hmm. was that formula change. I don't know where that happened, but it just made everything dry and horrible. And and Aww. then they did this big palette with loads of influencers over Christmas, and I just couldn't get into it. It was the texture was disgusting. Then they did that oh. palette with Jeffree Star years ago, which was the most disgusting palette I think ever. Fact. <laughs> Facts. But do you think though, the reason ColourPop and Revolution can come out with so many products is because they recycle the same shit over and over and they've cracked down their formula, right? So they can just kind of like work on these formulas and change, like make these little changes, right? Does that not reflect in the quality? Whereas say for example, Mac are, or another brand are working hard to make these products, like Clarins, for example, takes them three years to make a uh, highlighter i don't know right like would, would you would you think like well that's important because they've obviously cracked this formulation formulation it's going to be better i do think that's important Pops. but yeah but at the same time brands like mac will make a choice and change their eyeshadow formula and mm. make it terrible mm. you know what i mean it's like but why have you done that like they change yeah. like brands change formulas a lot it's like why the fuck have you why have you just ruined that for everyone revolution when they when they're doing a collaboration with someone so her collaboration the eyeshadow textures are amazing mm. really really amazing but then you go to something like their matrix collection or their brats collection and it's like what the fuck is this because uh, <laughs> they bought they've bought the licensing for it yeah, and then you know, as long as the packaging is approved and designs approved by the the license, they don't they're not going to test the quality and be like, oh, make it a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I bought the Bratz lip products. 
<laughs> just because I wanted something. Just because I wanted uh. something. I don't know. Right, listen, let's finish on one more skincare mm. product. Probably the most important is the sunscreen. And sunscreen yes. has become really popular, but the... the popular brands depend on the search term so we have spf and we have sunscreens um so what i'm gonna do is kind of say the bottom three then i'll tell you the top two because they're the okay. same either way so the bottom three are bybee sunscreen neutrogena sunscreen the ordinary sunscreen um the body shop and glossier Mm. Um, so they're all the bottom ones the top two the top one for both sunscreen and SPF is La Roche-Posay and the second one yeah I don't know people knew that they do very good sunscreen think but you know how Japanese sunscreens tend to be that more watery kind of texture that's like a little bit mattifying yeah and then Korean sunscreens tend to be more hydrating or moisturizing kind of merge those two together then you have La Roche-Posay they also do a lot of tinted sunscreen oh wait La Roche-Posay isn't what I thought it was sorry Oh, uh, well, no, that's embarrassing. No, I was thinking of something um, else. The CeraVe sunscreen shit, in my opinion, I've used it. It's not very good. Actually, um, yeah, La Roche-Posay, I have one here and it's got the orange square. That's the one. Really nice. Really yeah. nice. Apparently Neutrogena, their sunscreen is the exact same thing. Let me tell you, I bought mm-hmm. Neutrogena sunscreen at Walmart when I was in America. And, and I used it because it was really thin. It was really nice. SPF 50, really good. It was just in some bin in Walmart. Oh. Yeah. Not in a bit, not but like a sunscreen bin. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> but obviously, I would go ahead and say that Korean brands are more pop, um, are better. Mm. I feel like Korea, Japan have nailed sunscreen. Yes, they have. But La Roche Posay, amazing sunscreen, affordable. Uh, yeah, I feel like Japan, good. Korea have nailed it in terms of using it alongside other products, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to using it with makeup. You yeah. know what though? I used the Fenty sunscreen under makeup the other day, and my makeup went on oh, so smoothly. Good. What the hell? It's like very I, people good. really shy away from sunscreen when they're doing their makeup. Yeah. Were you trying to show me it? It's not actually behind you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all the way over there. there. <laughs> um, but it, it it sat so well. And I was watching someone's video recently, and they were saying like they're was it mine? No, no. Oh, Han, no, of course <laughs> not. But they were saying like they haven't <laughs> they haven't used a primer because they find their sunscreen makes a really good primer. I was mm-hmm. like incredible. Like if you if one thing you're gonna miss out of your skin thing, don't let it be sunscreen. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm glad in general that that's kind of been a, a bigger search term. And again, and it's because the Roche-Posay sunscreen is recommended by experts, dermatologists, and again, just super, super affordable. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So there we go. Those are some of the most Googled um, skincare products and their brands. Any surprises? No. Me neither, to be honest with you. That's pretty much the current climate. Yeah, I feel I feel like there are some there's some like amazing amazing brands that it kind of shows you no matter how much like indie brands come out or these other brands come out the most popular influencers can bring out like re- new brands people still stick to what they know and what mm. and you know it's almost like they're like oh I should really use this one it's like no mm. branch out a little bit like there are some great products within other brands. I think that's the thing is they're all kind of like base level brands, right? They're all brands that you're going to pick up down your local brits. Like you're going to use them, but because they're affordable (laughs) in most cases. Um, But then hopefully that leads people into more like a a bigger discovery of what's out there. But then, you know what? That's such a fucking, some people might just want to spend money on one thing and be like, I just want to get it right and make sure it's good quality. 
yeah, true. Anyway, let us know if you like um, number seven. Um, and you can follow me, James underscore S underscore Welsh, for skincare content over on Instagram and James Welsh on YouTube. And you could also follow our joint channel, The Welsh Twins, mm-hmm. and The Double Cleanse on Instagram. Yes, number seven is a national treasure. And you can follow me on YouTube, <laughs> Robert Welsh, or Instagram at Robert WLSH for makeup content just like these. Number seven betrayed England by flying <laughs> off to New York, which Robert was very impressed by. So impressed. Right, listen, let's leave it at that. I don't yeah. want to fight anymore. I don't want to fight for nanny ma for, for nanny ma to be over. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next week because we're weekly now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-S-O-